0: Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, your host. Today, I'm interviewing Mitch Levy. Mitch is an entrepreneur, global credibility expert, TEDx speaker, and an international bestselling author of more than 60 books. After interviewing 500 thought leaders on credibility, he created Credibility Nation, published a five-country international best-selling book, created courses, and is working on getting the definition of credibility rewritten in the dictionary. As you know, I'm very passionate about credibility marketing. And today we're going to find out Mitch's views on credibility and how we can become credible thought leaders. In today's episode, we'll cover the following key takeaways. Number one, before we can be credible externally, we should be credible internally. Number two, credibility is the quality in which we are known, liked, and trusted. Number three, if we don't know the number one pain points and the number one passions of our audience, it is very difficult to be credible. Number four, we have to listen first before we can be credible. And number five, if we aren't credible, we become invisible. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, I'm excited to be here. It's fun to see people who have similar passions come together.
0: Uh, Can you start off by sharing with us something that you are super passionate about? Having done the interviews,
1: I will share with you, this is now what I'm most passionate about. And that is tipping the scale between those in the world that are credible and those that are opposite. I call the opposite of credible being dubious. That is something I will see and we will do. In my lifetime.
0: And when you and I talked before the show, you raised a concern that some other people have have shared this concept of credibility marketing and people maybe being dubious that there's something wrong or underhanded about this concept of credibility marketing. You want to talk a little bit and share, share what we discussed previously? It's really interesting.
1: When we're born, we are born immediately as salespeople, marketing people, and customer service. Then we end up going to this academic institution that trains us to be hives, to, to be to be workers for somebody else, and we lose all of that. And when I when I say those words, if, if you're a child, you know how to cry, you, you know how to get your parents' attention. You uh, think about all the kids who have figured out when they're young how to how to get their parents to do one thing versus another, and and so it's really fascinating when I hear this word. When I hear the two words credibility marketing put together, to me, it's just marketing, right? And so I I hear it. I like it. What the construct of credibility, it needs to be updated in the dictionary because it's only one third accurate. And so when somebody says, I am marketing and I'm going to market credibly, by definition, I'm okay. What I don't like is if there are tools or tips or techniques to do credible marketing, but you have dubious people practicing them. The, that is where there's an issue. And when I say the word dubious, what I'm referring to are people who are not generally carrying all the characteristics of what is credible. And so we'll go into more detail on what
0: that is. Okay. So let me restate, make sure I understand a couple of the core points that you've made right here. So the first core point is, you're saying that we shouldn't use credibility marketing as, as tips and tricks to manipulate when we are not credible people. And and at the core, before we even think about credibility marketing, we have to be credible. We have to do what we say we're gonna do. And if we promise something, we need to do it and not use credibility marketing to sell something and then not deliver and destroy our credibility because that's the opposite of credibility marketing.
1: I'll give you the very, very focused thing before you can be credible externally, you have to be credible internally.
0: How do we do that? How do we become credible internally?
1: Uh, do I want to say uh, watch watch the TED talk or or watch watch the book I right? uh, or read the book or? So I have the concept that I have a membership community called Credibility Nation. Have a book. Um, the The TED talk itself is called "We Are Losing Our Humanity," and I'm tired of watching it happen. So, how do we be credible? Credibility, the way it's been redefined based on watching the 500 people and watching the interviews and doing the interviewing itself. It's the quality in which we are known, liked, and trusted. And underneath each one of those three pillars are a total of 10 skill sets. And so what, what needs to happen, I think it's to a large extent, it's what our parents and grandparents or grandma taught us when we were growing up. You know, you mentioned it before say what you do, do what you say. Um, It's being the, we could, I could walk through the, the 10, the 10 characteristics or the 10 skill sets. But in essence, the two that stick out of the top of my mind is under the pillar of being known, being a servant leader. And there are four overall characteristics, four skill sets there. Under the, the, the pillar of being trustworthy. One of the things that popped out, so we'll give you all four, vulnerability, external integrity, accountability, and also, I'm sorry, authenticity. It was an A word, but it wasn't accountability. It was authenticity. And then the uh, the last one is coachability. And that's one of those things that came out of the interviews. I'll tell you a quick story. What I didn't realize, I didn't know coachability was going to be in there until I had somebody that was interviewing that was just not hitting the mark. Um, I like it when people, to me, ha- oh, oh, I'm going to answer your question in a different way in a second. So what happened, I'll finish the story. I'll come back to that question. What, what happened to me, which was really fascinating is somebody wasn't answering the questions in a way that was, they were using their standard pitch. And it just, I, I when I asked my first question, what is your customer point of pain? What is your c-POp? That's the first question of all the interviews. Typically, it's something that's 10 words or less. And this guy was doing his 30-second elevator pitch. And when I say, hey, can you make it shorter? He, he gave his 15-second elevator pitch. Stole probably like 25 words. I said, and then I said, you know, let me tell you what other people, oh, do you mind if I do a little bit of coaching? Now, here's what he said. Yes, I do mind. <laughs> I apparently have my way of doing things and you have your way of doing things and I don't want to learn your ways. And so just what happened there is I made a decision instead of saying what came to the top of my head, just to give an awkward two or three second silence. And then he said, you know, I don't think this is going to work out between us. And I said, yes, I agree. Good luck with everything you do. Now, let me do the follow on. I sat on the board of a public company for nine years. I have to tell you, when the CEO would hire somebody for, for his staff, we, we had a chance, some of us in cases had a chance to interview him. Can you imagine us wanting to hire somebody who wouldn't listen to the CEO, wouldn't listen to outside customers and their opinions, um, wouldn't listen to the to the board of directors because they had their way of doing things? And it's just not the way the world works today.
0: Yeah, another word for coachability might be humility in that situation, right? The teachableness, the being open to reality, maybe outside of how we're seeing reality at the moment. Maybe, but let me
1: answer your question again. How do you start being credible? It is combining your TEDx and mine. It really is. So if you can articulate in 10 words or less, I call it your customer point of pain. I call it understanding your purpose and your purpose needs to have your passion bundled in. And the best way to think about it, if if you're in this world, you're in this world to be of service, to be credible. You have to be a servant leader, and if you're a servant leader, who do you serve, and what pain point do you address?
0: Well, and and if you're not, if you don't know the number one pain points and the number one passions of your audience, how can you ever be credible to them? So you're, you're exactly right. You have to listen first, and before you ever can be credible. You are so smart. I am loving this. I feel like I'm. I'm talking to Obi Wan Kenobi here in my area of the of my in my industry.
1: Well, it took a it took a while, by the way. It was really fascinating. I I stumbled upon this word. How this came about? As a book publisher, I've published over 750 books. When I did the first TEDx at the end of 2017, it started me thinking about the world in a different way. And what I, what I realized is that the audience I was serving is not the audience that I really had the passion to serve. And what I really wanted to do is the audience I wanted to serve were busy, successful professionals wanting more credibility with a book and not having time. So 2018, I created a writing school. We picked up 10 clients. 2019, I, I flew to a, a friend's branding camp. It was a two-day camp. Came up with a brand, Global Credibility Expert. And two months later, I had a Napoleon Hill-inspired moment. It was Napoleon Hill was 500 millionaires, think and grow, which if Mitchell Levy interviewed 500 thought leaders on credibility, I'd have a book. So I I do have a book. It's an international bestseller, but I also have, uh, in your words, I have a passion. I have a purpose. I have that desire to allow people to see. And it's to see, it's to feel, it's to experience. What does it mean to live life to your fullest? And that is actually knowing who you are and how you serve and how you can be of value to others.
0: Yeah, I love it, and I love that you went and interviewed five hundred people. You didn't just one day start talking about credibility. You went and paid the price and and became an industry leading expert, right? Just by doing those interviews. How many people in the world can say they've interviewed five hundred people on credibility? Five hundred industry leading experts on that, right? And so it's interesting. I'll give you my current my currency pop, and I have two.
1: So CPOP standing for customer point of pain. You can call it customer point of pleasure. You call it credibility proposition. And the, the one that's broader, this is the one that is the universal one that goes with the tipping the scale. It's humans that want to be seen as credible. I'll give you the one that's very focused on today. And this fits very well with the credibility marketing term. And that is businesses that feel invisible. Now, let me close the loop on that. I talked to, actually now it's over 600 people, but i talked to 500 people in creating the book. Many of them are super well-known. So it could be a thought leader that's super well-known. Now remember the number, 98%. 98% of those people could not articulate their CPOP. 98% could not articulate their purpose. 98% could not articulate their their passion in life. Subsequently, 98%, even those that are well-known, are
0: invisible. So by invisible, you mean they might have a product or service. They may have something they feel is valuable to the world, but they're just not being able to get it out there. They're not being able to get the reach and, and the momentum behind what they're trying to do. Is, is that what you're meaning?
1: You know, that's the standard marketing approach and answer. And this is why we were going to cover this topic, but it has the audience you need to serve doesn't have to be the world. The audience you serve are the audience that has the pain point that you're specifically addressing. That audience could be a small audience and it's easier to answer that audience. We've been taught that the bigger is better. That's not true. What's appropriate is to reach the audience that you need to reach. And what I'm referring to there is, let's say I take any actor or take anyone who has a product and they say, and here's the product they want to sell you, but if they're not credible... If I'm not seeing who they are, if they're not passionate about what they do, if they have not done what you recommend in your TED Talk, and that is to take the passion that you have and apply that to the product you're delivering. So let's say they're doing it because it's how they've figured out how to make money. They are truly invisible. And at some point in time, that lack of credibility, that dubiousness will catch up to them.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point. So you're saying, I not only have to find the passion of my customer, but are you... Are you also saying that I need to share that same passion? I need to develop that passion inside of me so that I am credible to that audience with their passion.
1: In a word, yes.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting thought.
1: If not, find something else to do. That's right. It's a really short life. Don't just do something because you're going to make money. Do it because it's the right thing to do. It you feel it in your bones, you know how you're adding value. So
0: why credibility? Why is this so important today? Look at the world. We, we as humans have allowed
1: dubiousness to creep into our existence more and more. So to me, dubious is supposed to be a fun word. I When I created Credibility Nation, I needed a arch nemesis, right? Because any movement needs, needs a rival. And I decided that I didn't want a real person place or thing. And so I created Dubious
0: Nation. Yeah, Luke Skywalker can't be Luke Skywalker without Darth Vader, right? You have to have the villain.
1: Oh, and then all of a sudden we love the villain, right? Cuz he's Luke's dad, but then but then we we find another villain to jump onto, right? So you always need you always need an arch nemesis. And the thing that's fascinating when you're when you're thinking about what is what is credible and what's important is what is not credible. And so let's say I do something today that's not credible. Let's say today I'm before this conversation, I had a different thought in my mind of what credibility marketing was. Before I started talking to you, I was more concerned about you using those words because it just didn't feel credible to me. Because it's not credible marketing, it's just marketing, but I understand it. Now I got to talk to you. I'm changing my mind, I'm changing my focus. As long as we as long as we can reference the, the 10 skill sets associated with credibility, I'd be honored for you to focus on credibility marketing because it's, it's a we that needs to change this. Why is it this important? You know, think about in, in the TED Talk, I did something really fascinating. Um, what I did is I called for a pattern interrupt. And so that's an NLP term where you actually just stop and you think and you look at something completely different because it's not as simple as black and white. It's not as simple as heaven or hell. You go to one or the other. It's not as simple as you're red or blue, Republican or Democrat, right? It is and, – and you can't – to me, the, the best way I could think about it is for Credibility Nation, I, I created a pledge. And and some people would argue that we've never lived by the pledge of the United States of America. You know, you could you could all make that decision yourself. I do have a pledge that we can all adhere to. And in short, it says, no hate and servant leadership. So let me let me read it to you. The pledge is I pledge to live credibly every day without hate in my life. I strive to be a good human and make this a better planet for myself my family, and other people's families in this generation and the next. And to me, why is it important? It's important because we are all humans. We, as the earth continues to, to both open up, because everyone has a camera and a microphone, and we can touch anyone on the planet, which subsequently means anyone else on the planet can touch us. And as we start dealing with world issues like COVID, the proximity, the closeness of all of us means that we need to make decisions. Are we going to live more humanely? Are we going to live more credibly? Or are we going to kill the planet? And that's a decision we have to make. And and now, uh, based on what's happened, uh, based on COVID and, and where things are at and what's happened in, in the United States, which is just representing similar stuff that happens in other countries around the world, it is time for us to take a conscious effort. To move forward in a planet.
0: So your, your point is we need to understand those underlying foundational principles and be credible first. We shouldn't, we shouldn't use credibility marketing as tactics to manipulate. We need to, we need to first be credible and then it will these, these strategies that we talk about in credibility marketing are, are strategies to convey to the world a credibility that already exists. It's not about faking something or pretending to be something that we're not. It's allowing them to see something that already truthfully exists.
1: I so love that. And I'm going to say the most stupidest wrong advice any set of thought leaders have ever said ever said, fake it till you make it, when you hear people say that, they are not credible and you need to run from those people.
0: I have heard that so much in my career. And, and you're right. That is, that is the antithesis of credibility. Instead of faking it till you make it, let's focus on, on being it, right? Let's focus on, on being credible and, and letting that shine through. Yeah. It's,
1: you can't call yourself credible. You just have to be. You can't, if you're doing a business or profession and you, you're, you haven't been there, and you don't have experience, you need experience. You need to practice. Nathan, what I gathered out of the interviews is the most important thing, besides professions where you need a PhD, the question I often get asked is, hey, Mitchell, do I need a PhD to be credible? And, and the answer is, you know, if, if, if you're a doctor or, or you're, like I said, you're in a profession that requires that as part of it, it's important, but the PhD in the School of Hard Knocks beats out the PhD from the academic institution so many times over. And, and so there's nothing better than experience and truly living and delivering value to your clients that will make you credible in terms of who you are and what you do.
0: Thank you so much, Mitchell, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. To learn more about or connect with Mitchell, you can find him on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, You can find his book, Credibility Nation, on Amazon, or you can check out his website at credibilitynation.com, and there's links to each of those sites in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. You can also get a free copy of my ebook about passion marketing and learn how you can become a top priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. You can also subscribe to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and I wish you success in your credibility marketing. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.